Put down your pins, grab your headphones, and turn off the television. It's time for your favorite podcast show that supports people like you and me. Available on all podcast channels and on YouTube. It's the Dr. Bryant Speaks Podcast Show and your host, Dr. Bryant. Maybe it's a legal issue. Maybe they feel that the fear of going to prison or jail or letting their family down, that's too much for them to handle. Again, hopelessness is a powerful word and it has so many different elements to it. Sleep problems is another. Somebody can't get out of the bed. They stay in the bed, they're sleeping all the time. Maybe they're not sleeping enough because they have so much on their mind. You know, when I was doing the research for this, it, it it's, I won't say it surprised me, but they said, again, I mentioned this earlier, suicide is not a mental illness. However, A lot of these elements that I'm discussing ties into mental illness. I said that earlier, and I just needed to reiterate this. Because you're talking about sleep problems, you're talking about moodiness, and that could be anxiety. you got all these different emotions and things that we suffer from. It's a key thing. So we tie it into why veterans, combat veterans, have such a high suicide rate because clearly the boxes are checked. Withdrawal and isolation is another common thing with veterans, PTSD. And yet it's a real circumstance with people who are considering suicide. So if you have a friend who usually always is attending something and they're always there and now you're seeing a pattern that they are no longer wanting to attend an event or they're avoiding events involving family and friends, you know, they skip the family reunion. They're not attending the birthday party. You know, I I went through that. And in some cases, I still deal with it because I don't like being around a lot of people. And sometimes it's a little too much for me to be around family. You know, uh, again, I don't tell and I don't share a lot of what I go through. I think (laughs) I think my family, if they're even listening to this show, I never actually asked. But I think like they probably get to know and understand me a little bit more just from this show than based and then start maybe putting things together. Like why I came very, very late to my mother's uh, 60th birthday party or not attending a reunion or not going to this or not doing that. And yeah, you come up with excuses, but the truth of the matter is it's a isolation. It's a withdrawal. It's not being present around things that you're not comfortable with. I am trying to protect myself. So you have to pay attention to this with your friend or your family member. What is it that, why are they doing that? What's going on with them? 
Are they taking your calls? Not responding to your text messages? This is typically somebody who you didn't have a problem communicating with, somebody that you always could count on to return your calls. We know who they are. But now you're not getting that same response. And you also know that they had some problems at work. You might notice that maybe they, they are losing a lot of weight or gaining weight. And then when you are able to talk to them, you notice that their behavior is a little off. Okay. Do you see where I'm going with this? You see where you understand it's not, it's the totality of circumstances, being able to put this stuff together. Like I said, it's a crossover. We're starting to tie things together. Personality changes. They were always a pretty mellow person. Now you're noticing that they're angry all the time. Or when you have a conversation and they're just negative. Or you notice that when you're, their moods that is up and down is also very, you know, it's, it has a, a nature of attack to it when it's not even deserving. We're going to talk about how we deal with this, but for the sake of this particular conversation, do not respond to that, okay? We're going to talk about how to handle that. These are the, the personality changes may not always be just negative. You know, it's not about anger, not just moods of attack. Sometimes it could be very passive. It could be the opposite. Okay. So we're looking at behaviors and these behaviors can are, you know, it's also harmful behaviors. Now, here, this is, let me, let me elaborate a little bit when I talk about harmful behavior and I'm going to give you a personal experience. Um, a personal experience. You guys know I ride Harleys. I, I, I started with crotch rocket, moved my way up. Now I ride Harleys. I love my Harley. I love riding. The wind therapy has definitely helped. But then there's times when I am going through something. I will, in the state of California, we have helmet laws. And our helmets are certified DOT. You know, basically, the, you, it's, it's a requirement. Department of Transportation saying this helmet is certified to be worn. It's obviously supposed to be manufactured in a way that is going to protect your head. However, you can buy a helmet that's not DOT certified. And typically, they're just, you know, nov we call them novelty helmets. You know, they're cool looking, they're not really bulky, uh, typically it's just like just on the top of your crown, they don't go all around your head and face, you know. Well, I may wear one of those novelty helmets and I may go 105, 110 miles an hour on the freeway, 115. Yeah, remember, I have a Harley. That sucker can go. I say that because there have been times where I'm in a mental state that I don't even care. 
I don't care. At that moment, how I feel, I don't care. And what I mean by that is the outcome of what could happen by going over 110 miles an hour, wearing a novelty helmet that clearly is nothing more than just might as well just not even have a helmet on. That's harmful behavior. Basically, reckless acts. These are things you have to pay attention to and understand. Somebody doing something that's outside of their norm, carrying a weapon, um, you know, maybe even something is like challenging another person who might be double their size, double their weight, and they're mouthing off to that person to purposely get into a fight and escalate things. Harmful behaviors because they lack caring. Pay attention. Another thing to worry about or pay attention to is recent trauma. There is data that a loss of spouse could be an actual element to somebody wanting to commit suicide. You could have somebody who's been married for 60 something years and one spouse passes away and there's data that shows, supports that the other spouse is willing and has done committed suicide because they don't feel that they can be on this earth without that other person. So if you have a grandmother or great grandmother or grandfather, great grandfather, or even somebody that's just had a history, a long history of, of love to somebody and they feel made comments about how they don't feel they can live without that person. There's something to think about that could be related to a loss of a close friend, somebody who had a recent trauma related to sexually sexual assault. And again, we talked about it earlier, just being bullied. These trauma, again, and I can speak firsthand, but trauma is, is, is very powerful and it impacts us all in different ways. But again, sometimes some of what we experience and go through, that can impact somebody differently than you or me. We may take a, 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 a sexual assault and turn around, get some therapy and, and, and turn it into an advocate in a program that's going to you know, get out there in the streets and protect others. And through that, you build on that and it gets you through the night. Not saying you're still going to possibly have night terrors. You're still going to have your, 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 you know, you walk by the street or you see the, somebody who might look like the person, how they were dressed and it creates a trigger that still can exist. Nobody says it goes away, but being able to push through maybe something you could do does not necessarily mean the other person can do the same. Remember, we're all human, but we are so different. I mentioned this earlier, and this has been one of the most common things that people will recognize, and that's when somebody's talking about it. 
somebody has a random comment or they're asking questions, they're being inquisitive about it, um, or they ask about another person who may have committed suicide. It doesn't have to be somebody they know. They might ask about an actor or an actress that did it. These things, you know, the, the red flags, the bells start to go off. And we hear it. And it's like, oh, okay. Because that one's a little more obvious than the others. Because we may not be paying attention. But what is the next step? I hope you enjoyed this episode of Dr. Bryant Speaks. Thank you for listening to the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please locate others on all the popular podcast channels and YouTube under Dr. Bryant Speaks and go to the website at drbryantspeaks.com for the latest info.